Today, we're going to be talking about how to get out of debt, specifically high yield debt. Yeah. And this is a big problem, right? People that have debt feel like they're suffocating, feel like they're never going to get out of it and they're not really sure what to do. And it's a big yeah. problem. Millions are experiencing this. We've got $16.5 trillion of consumer debt in America, which is crazy. Only. Yeah. Only $16 That's trillion. It. That's yeah. it. And over about 70% of that is mortgages, but you have trillions still in student loans, auto loans, credit cards, revolving debt. It's yeah. pretty wild. So the yeah. average American has $96,000 of consumer debt. And the average American household has just over $6,000 in revolving credit card debt. That's debt that they're paying this interest on right now. Yep. And of that $16 trillion in total debt, $1 trillion of that is credit card debt. And the average interest rate here in America today is 16%, 16.27%. That's wild. Yeah. The highest it's ever been since the government started tracking this number. So that is a big problem. Yeah. Big, big problem. So if there is any urgency as to why you should get out of credit card debt specifically, that should be it. Yeah. Well, Americans pay $120 billion in credit card fees and interest each year. Yeah. Unneeded. Like unneeded. That's just Completely an unneeded. That you don't need to pay. <laughs> yeah. Because it goes to, there's no value from that. Yeah. And there's yeah. two really popular methods when it comes to paying off your debt. There's the debt snowball method, which was popularized by Dave Ramsey. And yep. then there's the avalanche method. Each of these strategies have pros and cons, and yep. they've got some pretty pretty hardcore promoters on each side of this style. Yeah. And so we'll go through both of them and outline which one we think is the better approach. Yeah. Which one we prefer. So. I still think when you're coming down to debt, though, the first thing you got to do is take inventory of your debt, right? You have 100%. to get it written down. What yeah. debt do you have? What are your payments? What are your minimum payments? What's the balance? And what's the interest rate do you have on those? I think that's yeah. step one, right? Yeah, step one. I mean, if you're going to be serious about paying off your debt, you need to know what your budget looks like. Yeah. Bottom line, you cannot have a plan if you don't know where your money is going. So step one, figure out what your income is, what your expenses are, because as Dave Ramsey says, you're going to have to be serious about this if you really want to pay off your debt. Dave Ramsey is hardcore. He's, he's very hardcore. He's sell the You got to get 16 <laughs> part-time jobs. You've got to sell yes. everything in your house to where your kids think that they're next. Yeah. You got to name your dog pretty, eBay and put your dog on there. It's so funny. All of that. But it you is it serious. is important because yeah. you can't just make, if you have kind of revolving credit card debt, let's use an example, and you're paying 16%. At that rate, if you're not paying it off and you're just making minimum payments, your debt is going to double just over every four years. Yeah. So just making minimum that payments. That is scary. When that, that should that frighten everyone out there watching this video. Absolutely. You need to yeah. focus on this and go, I am putting everything into it. So once you list out what are these yeah. debts, what are the rates, then you get your income expenses. You do have to look at, is there something I can cut? Even if it's short term, is there something I can do? To yes. put more money than the minimum payment on it's this It's got to be a 100% lifestyle change. You've got to yeah. be all in on this to get out from under it. Yeah. And I still think yeah. there's oftentimes people think, well, what do I do? Do I, do I tackle my debt? Do I have savings? Do I invest? What about my 401k match? And I think we're both in alignment of this. Yeah. Get some cash savings, of course, have you, that. You got it. That, that's step number. So this is our sequence of savings, right? Yeah. So bottom line, you got to have some type of an emergency reserve because- Life is unexpected. Yeah. You have an accident, a hospital trip, something can happen. You need to have liquid cash available just in case. Yep. But aside from that, high yield debt should be your number one priority. Yep, absolutely. It's attack that first. If you've got credit cards that have 16%, that's a, I mean, you paying that off, view it as a guaranteed return. You're not getting a guaranteed 16% from the stock market, real estate, bonds, no. anything. 
So yeah. this is your number one priority because, again, this is just going to compound and it's going to keep doubling on you before you know it. Yeah, and it's going to prevent you from achieving any other goals that you may have. So retirement goals, buying that house, um, taking those light, those nice vacations, paying for your kids' college education. If a lot of those are going to be extremely difficult to achieve, probably not going to be able to achieve it yeah. if you have this outstanding credit card debt and it continues to compound. Yeah. So, and ignoring the emotional toll that it takes on people. I mean, this is a oh, yeah. huge stressor of people. It's just this debt and feeling like I'm never going to get out from underneath yeah. this. I'm, I'm yeah. done. I'm just going to be paying it, this off the rest of my it's life. It's a big stressor on marriages too. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Okay. So. so we got two methods. Let's start with the snowball method here. All right. So, so break down the snowball method. So the snowball method is popularized by Dave Ramsey. And basically what it says is you're going to organize all of your different debts according to balance. So you're going to have your smallest balance first, second, smallest, third, all the way to the largest balance. And you're going to be making your minimum monthly payments on all of these different debts. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to take any extra excess savings that you do have and just plow it towards the smallest debt first. Yep. And so once that is paid off, then you're going to take that payment plus any extra savings that you have, and you're going to put it towards Debt number two, your yep. second smallest. That next balance. smallest. Mm -hmm. And you're just going to keep snowballing that through and through until you're completely paid off. And the ideas from this is that it's more of a psychological benefit because you pay off debt number one, you now have gained some momentum into debt number two. And then once you pay that off, you've gained even more momentum into debt number three. And mm -hmm. so the idea is if you pursue this method, you're more likely to be more successful overall in getting out of credit card debt completely or high yield debt completely. Yeah. So you're going to be attacking that smallest balance first, and you're going to get a small win. Like you want to yes. see success and get one debt off your plate. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so the idea behind this is that it's not mathematically the right way to do this because mm -hmm. in a perfect world, if we were all just machines, we would be attacking the, the debt that has the highest interest rate. Because that's yep. the most costliest debt that you have. Yep, absolutely. But the reason why this one is so popular is because people are emotional beings, right? Yeah. I mean, we're not always rational. We do things true. that are not always the this smartest. Is true. Like get into credit card debt yeah. <laughs> or high yield debt. Yeah. And so because we are very emotional beings, we need to attack this from an emotional standpoint. And so you need yeah. to get out from under this depression and feel like that you are actually making progress. Yeah. There's some validity to that. You know, the other method is the avalanche, which is basically what you described. The avalanche method is going to reorganize these debts and it looks at the highest interest payment first. And then you're going to go and put all your money towards that, make the minimum payments on the other one, but you're attacking that highest interest payment first. And mathematically, this would be technically the proper way to do it. This is going to get your your highest return on your payment schedule because it's going to reduce the overall interest you pay. Right. But depending on that debt, that might be one of your higher debt amounts. It might be, and you might not see the progress. So yeah. this is the ultimate debate we see. And we've been on different ends of the spectrum here on which one's best. Right. I have personally leaned towards the avalanche method of if I give a recommendation because in my mind, as you know, a, a CFP, I think, hey, this is the good answer. This is we should pay off right. the highest interest rate first. But I'm slowly converting to the other side of the table. The so dark side. How do, how do you yeah. feel about these two in general? What no, do I, I strongly lean towards the the snowball method. Okay. Because you would you would not be in this situation if you were 100% rational and responsible with your money. Yeah. Right? 
A hundred percent. There's no denying it. That's, yeah. that's where, that's what's been converting me to it. And so is, this is a very emotional process for a lot of people. And I yeah. do think that a lot of people do need these small wins up front in order to gain yeah. that momentum. And I think so. And so I, I think I, I align with that is as long as you can actually get out of debt, if this method works for you, then, then do it. And it's actually been proven to, to work. So Northwestern did a study in mm-hmm. 2012, I think 2012, yep. yep, 2012, and they compared the avalanche versus the snowball method. And they found that the snowball method is actually more successful. People get out of debt faster. Yeah, they're looking at people in debts, tracking it and saying the people that did the snowball method actually did this. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, I think it's true. Anecdotally, I think it's true. You know, you have, as you said, every money decision is emotional. You cannot take emotion out of these decisions. It's really hard. And when it comes to debt, it adds another layer of that emotion and stress. And so a lot of times we're always looking at the best strategy and what's the best tactic. And we get so caught up in that, that we don't just take action and do something, just take some sort of progress. So if the snowball method gets somebody to look at maybe their, their smallest debt, and our example is, you know, fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. If somebody sees light at the end of the tunnel and goes, I can get that one done, it truly does build momentum. It it's like any type of, you know, we're at the start of the year here, all these New Year's resolutions that people make that are huge and grand. Yeah. And sometimes it's just taking these small steps. Just take what's the first step I can take to make progress. Yeah. And that's the best decision for some people. Because even if we do the best mathematical decision, as you said, if we don't do it, it doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't help us. Yeah. I mean, you're asking people or you're asking yourself, if you're actually doing this yourself, you're asking yourself to make a lifestyle change, right? This is a very yeah. emotional, spiritual change that you have to undergo. And oftentimes, you, if you're married, you have to get your spouse on board with this as well. Yeah. And so if you can have just an easy win up front, chances are you're going to be more successful at the end. Like that yeah. just makes sense to me. Yeah. It really does. I agree. I used to be more avalanche and I'm just slowly moving my way to the snowball, (laughs) slowly moving it where I think that's going to be the best strategy for the majority of people. Yeah. Obviously you got to do what works for you, right? So if if you feel like that you can actually pursue the avalanche method and be 100% um, aggressive with that and that you could actually pursue that and and tackle it by all means, you know, pursue the avalanche. If that motivates you, right. If say paying the least amount of interest motivates you, great. Go for that. Like I don't want to spend one. I don't want to give one extra dime to these credit card companies or this student loan issuer. Yeah. (laughs) But you've got to, you've got to do something, right. That's the main takeaway, right. So list out your debts. analysis by paralysis. Exactly. List out your debts, figure out what you've got. Take a look at your expenses, whether it's, you know, manual tracking for a little bit, use a mint or a YNAB, just figure out where can I pull money from short term to attack these debts and then pick whichever one suits you best and just get after it because that is going to compound. You've got to be aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. Dave Ramsey has a great stat. He says that that people within his program, I'm not promoting Dave Ramsey. There's some good things and bad things about Dave Ramsey. I think he's good. He does a really good job with this. But he said that people actually who pursued the snowball method under his program got out of debt within 18 to 24 months on average. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, but, but he said like they were hardcore. They took part-time jobs. They sold everything. They cut expenses down to the bare minimum. He said, you know, shaving your head. I'm assuming people were just giving themselves haircuts because they didn't (laughs) want to pay for a haircut. So they were relentless on that, but it got them out of debt and it got them on the right track. And that's just a huge weight lifted off of their shoulders. So, yeah. And one thing that really moved me a little bit for themselves, exactly. One thing that moved me from like the avalanche to the snowball was listening to another podcast where PhDs were debating 
basically debt payoff schedules. And they were all very much in the academia world of do the avalanche method, pay off the highest rate first. That's what makes logical sense. But then the other person basically said, how many PhDs have ever actually gotten a real person out of debt? And the answer is zero. Yeah. No, but they never have. <laughs> They've not worked with real people. So there's yeah. this academic theory. And then there's a real world with emotions and yeah. families involved and past decisions and regret, yeah. and fear and hope and all this stuff that plays a big role. So do what's best for you yeah. and get after it um, and tackle this debt. And I think the difference is that you and I work with real people every day and we know what somebody is more likely to do versus absolutely a hundred percent. Yeah. It's a real world we live in. Yeah. So yeah, let us know if you have any questions or if you have any other methods that worked for you to get out of debt, let us know. We're happy to chat about it. And if you do have any questions or comments, feel free to reach out to us at thewealthfix.com and we'll see you next time. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you.